This is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast, where CEOs, senior leaders, and C-suite executives share their advice. It's six questions in nine minutes because the best leaders know how to share their ideas concisely and quickly. Let's jump right in. Question number one, in a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. Sure. My name is Rohana Nathu, and I run an impact investing consulting firm called Spectrum Impact. We basically help asset owners and managers, so that means corporates, family offices, other private actors, figure out how to build their approach in impact investing. That's amazing. How long have you been doing that? So the firm itself has been up and running for about two years. Sometimes it feels like 10 years. Sometimes it feels like two days. But all right, I've been working in this space for the better part of a decade. Uh, Hard to imagine. That's great. Well, I'll be really excited to kind of hear your perspective. And I always love giving a little shout out to my ladies because I think the, <laughs> the female perspective is just a little bit different. So I, I appreciate having you. Oh, gosh. Question two, what's the best thing about leading people from your perspective? Yeah, it's such a thoughtful question because now more than ever, when we're all so far apart, it's leadership is even more critical. I would actually say it's diversity, but probably in a a slightly different conception of, of how we think about diversity. Um, as a minority woman, the, some of the conversations around diversity can tend to ruffle one's feathers. I think sometimes we go down a pathway that can really start to tokenize people of color, right? So all of a sudden, all of the same kinds of people of color are fighting for one position. And it, it runs the risk over the long term of bringing the bar down for what should be merit-based decisions. And that's meaningful to me because I think there is you know, structural issues with, with marginalizing some groups of women. But for the most part, there's just advantages that we don't talk about. So for me, diversity is entirely about leadership, training, expertise, perspective. And I have the unbelievable pleasure of having a, a motley crew of three that come to this space from everywhere that you could possibly imagine. And I'm sure like a lot of other people that think through this question, see the benefit in the end product 100% of the time. So for me, the leadership challenge and interest is actually creating a team of truly diverse people. Uh, and that's just a joy. Also, it, like the learning curve is unbelievable, right? You're constantly learning something new. I can imagine, especially having all those different perspectives at the table and really collaborating. I mean, I can imagine the ideas and the fun. Totally. um, You know, and even the the head to head, which would be really dynamic and interesting, you know, to watch and participate in. Totally. I often hear from other leaders that business would be great if it weren't for that pesky people part. Right. (laughs) I'm curious, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, it's very timely because I would say that a lot of my journey into this chapter was actually a byproduct of wanting to run away from a little bit of that. You know, you spend, you know, a good 10 years in a row moving from institution to institution, you start to realize how much of uh, how much of your ability to do things has to do with people. And sometimes it has to do with the human parts of people, right? So politics, morality, ethic, however you're feeling that day. So I get it. I get the lamentation. And I think I was also moving to to a place where it would be so great not to deal with people. And then I built a consulting company and threw that (laughs) all out the window. I think for me, the, the best way to operationalize how to do it without losing your head is to think about people similarly to how we think about investment, right? Which is this beautiful trade-off between risk and return. People are not so different. Everyone has a risk tolerance and everyone is looking for a goal. And I think for me, trying to find people's sweet spot in the what do you need and what do you want actually created a 
quite a bit more empathy than I naturally had available to me. And so thinking about people as compromise, which I'm sure my kindergarten teacher told me at some point, and I just blissfully ignored it, that, that to me is actually the, the way through it. Otherwise, it's just impossible not to take everything personally. Yeah, and just beat your head up against the wall when totally. things don't necessarily go the way that you envision them being, right? Yeah, um, exactly. And I think we miss some of the wins along the way when we think about it that way too, right? Right, um, yeah, totally. You know, the opportunities. What other successful business leaders like yourself should be on the show? You know, as we think about other voices that are out there and making powerful impacts, who else besides yourself should we be paying attention to? One of the real gifts, and I truly mean that, of being part of the impact investing industry is that we could probably spend three and a half hours just on that list, right? It's, a, it's mm -hmm. just a... Um, a compendium of really thoughtful, interesting people. For the sake of brevity, I'll list a couple, but I think um, uh, we could go on and on. So sure. the, the people that I really turn to and listen to um, are people that exemplify both in their work, but in their personal interaction, a great amount of authenticity um, uh, and realness. So Monique Aiken over at Mission Investors Exchange is pretty much the perfect example of compassionate, authentic leadership, which I think is really hard to find. Um, mm -hmm. in this day and age. Will Jacobson over at Kiva um, is a good example of living your life not too seriously and the ability to use humor, I think, in tackling really thoughtful challenges. Um, Sheila Hurling over at the Beck Center, um, who was my boss and my former employee, is, is a great example, especially as a female leader, but a leader in general, of lifting people up as you rise. Um, and this idea, right, that as you climb the ladder, you can take people with you, which is so unbelievably rare to find. Um, and then there's a, a dynamic duo um, in the impact investing space, Eric Stevenson over at Align Impact and Chintan Panchal at RPCK that are great examples of building businesses and then building other people at the same time. More often than not, you do find entrepreneurs feel forced to focus on themselves, rightly so, right? They're trying to build a business and, and thrive and rise. Um, and that's two examples of, of two individuals, I think, that have more than enough to share with everybody. And then I'd probably round out the list with um, Jess Hussein and Jess Tomlin, who are co-CEOs of the Equality Fund, who are a living example that co-leadership can happen in the most um, gracious and, and professional way. Uh, and all of those people have just had a profound impact on me. So I feel pretty grateful. Wow, you do have a great network. Um, you know, as I talk about or the combination of the people we spend the right. most time with. So to me, this is one of the most important questions out there because yeah. it really challenges us to think about who is in our network and who else could we be adding with some intentionality to totally. further, you know, uh, garden our minds appropriately, right? Yeah. Well, I also appreciate that, like, no, exactly. And it's, it's uh, what I love about the way that you phrase that is that it reminds us to lift each other up. I mean, it yeah. just, it's just so hard when you're trying to build a business not to focus on your own outcomes, but yeah. I massive kudos because now we're thinking about each other. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What piece of advice about communication would you give to other leaders? This one is great. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not, it's not a Rahana original. I think I've borrowed it from, from my partner, but I think it comes down to simplicity is key. When I was starting in this space, I thought like a lot of people do that the more jargon and technical language that I use, the more seriously I'll be taken. 
And I think in the course of building a consulting company that basically is a translation business, so translating investment principles to an impact audience or impact outcomes to an investment audience, Mm -hmm. it's just about translation. Um, And using simple, clear language is the best way to indicate that you actually truly understand something. So if I could go back um, and shake 21-year-old Rahana um, and think a little bit about what to do differently, I think getting comfortable with simple, clear language is actually the best sign of comprehension. Love that. You know, can you explain it to a fifth grader? Yes, yeah. exactly. Truer mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. All right. Magic question number six. Tell us about your favorite boss or teacher. Who's really influenced you? Yeah. Again, like this is a <laughs> Sophie's choice of just incredible people in life. So I'm going to cheat and mm-hmm. run a little bit of a list again, because <laughs> I, I think I'm one of those, I'm one of those unbelievably fortunate uh, students that just got like that laundry list of teachers that actually cared. Mm-hmm. Um, So for me, the sixth grade was Mrs. Purcell, eighth grade was Mrs. Sears, and then I had two teachers in high school, Mr. Rose and Mr. Falkenberg, that would probably be like my co-conspirators in the Captain Planet that is my life, right? Like everybody (laughs) has their own magic ring, um, Mm -hmm. and together we're infinitely powerful. But I think what they had in common, to be totally honest, was that they they never treated me like a kid. Uh, I don't think there's anything more frustrating to a... 13-year-old, highly precocious young girl than to feel like, sorry about that, than to feel like life is is just not important. Um, and they never did that. And they managed to empower and uplift while also being unbelievably respectful. Um, and that to me is the ultimate, ultimate in leadership. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate so much having you on the show. And I think all of your ideas and insights were just so articulately, um, so well said, right? Um, how can people find you if they want to reach out or learn more or get to know you better? Yes, of course. They can find us on Twitter at Rahana Nathu or via our website, which is spectrum-impact.com. I love it. Well, again, thank you so much for being on the show. This is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast. For more ideas and insights, please do go check us out at www.conciliateam.com. We look forward to seeing you again next time. Take care.